Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Basm Face, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm very excited to be here, boys. Good to have you back, mate. Welcome back, Funky. Funky's back. He was away last week and, boys... You're talking to the third person already. Clearly, (laughs) clearly you miss me. Yeah, we did. We did. It's good to have you back, mate. You run the show here. We just sort of feed off you, so it's good to have you back, mate. I think the... Of the rate of listeners per people in Funky Bass face, we weren't too bad, Bass, but mm-hmm. clearly uh, he's our he's our chief. He's our man. Yeah. So um, welcome back, mate. What what have we got tonight? Thank you very I've much. Never seen him with his hat backwards either. <laughs> <laughs> actually, never seen me prepared. I've not true. Yeah, I normally just yeah, rock actually... up, unprepared. But I've got some notes here because I, I missed you boys last week. So thanks for thanks for carrying it all yeah. last week. You did a very good job. I'm looking forward to tonight, boys. I'm going to tell you my new favourite sport. Ooh. Now, I'm, I'm not one that deviates. I'm 46, and I've been a football <laughs> and cricket man my whole life, but I've got a new favourite sport. I'm going to drop that. Lacrosse? Is I'm going to drop that tonight on Funky Baz and Face. Face is going to have a crack at a high-profile media star. Ooh. And ba- look, look out. Look out. Baz's, He'll be shaking. Baz's talk <laughs> is so tightly held under wraps, I'm nervous. Uh, but as usual, we've got uh, Would You Rather... Baz's Bake and Funky Fresh Fine. Uh, face... <laughs> Mate, it's not all about... You're, you're back for episode three and suddenly it's all about you again. Face is fit, Fresh Fines and I thought that was a very good segment last week. Face... I think you did very, very well. Jeez, mate, just sit back and have a um, gluten-free water, will you? (laughs) Now, boys, I'd like to dedicate our segment tonight to a very, very good man. We went and attended uh, Malcolm Wallace's funeral today. He's the uh, dad of a very good mate of ours. And Malcolm Wallace, he rocked up to the Brossard District Football Club, and that's how we got to know him. When he turned up, he was a volunteer there for 20 years. And people like Malcolm, they are the backbone of sporting clubs all around the world. They're sporting, the local legends. Sporting clubs would not survive if it wasn't people like Malcolm Wallace who turned up. He was better performer than Callum, really, wasn't he? <laughs> At the footy club. He's a timekeeper. I uh, heard he had his little scotch in the, uh, in the boxer. Yeah. Um, they put the ports on the very cold games at Williamstown. You have found, right, when you're playing, you think it's the most important thing in the world that you're playing. And when you take a step back and you step off, you, you think there's like about 14 so people more. around the outside. Like it would have not been all that fantastic yeah. for him being in that box and, yeah. and doing the timekeeping, but he was just there year after year after year. And that timekeeper blowing the siren... He's the most important man there. <laughs> so everyone listens. Yeah. True. Yep. So um, well done to the Wallace family. Hats off to very Malcolm. Good, very good today. At the end of the episode, we'll pay another little tribute to Malcolm. So um, just want to send our uh, regards there. Um, Baz, we're going to kick off with Baz's Bake. What do you got for us this well, week, mate? Uh, before we sort of bake, I'd like, I'd like to vent because what is it when you go to the church and you... Confession. Confession. I have a confession, right? And I'd like to ask our brothers and sisters this, right? I went to Coles tonight, right? And right. I had a big, big trolley of shopping, and there was only one girl at the, doing the, putting the, the shopping through. <laughs> so I went to Scan Your Own, right? Scan Your Own. But I had a massive thing of shopping. Like, no one does a massive thing of shopping through the Scan Your Own. So I started scanning. And a couple may have slipped by the scanner. <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought if I'm going to 
do this labor myself, I need to pay myself some sort of... You're a checkout chick. That's right, exactly. <laughs> so a couple may have skipped into the bag, oh, or maybe no. a few more than a couple, oh, right? No. Oh, so no. why don't I ask you, Funky, you are the most honest man, right? you're a high-standing citizen, you've done nothing wrong, besides maybe smash that window that time, but <laughs> you've done nothing wrong ever. Have you ever skipped over the scanner when you've scanned? Yes. Sir. Oh, there we go! <laughs> Base? Well, boys? It looks like you're going one way and I'm going the other because I, no, I have not actually. I'm sure I've our not. brothers and sisters would have definitely skipped the scanner. I think so. I think the fact that you deliberately did it as part of your payment was uh, <laughs> a little bit untoward. I actually, I think it was Lindsay when she was uh, young, I had some food in the bottom of her uh, basket or what, what do you call it, yeah. pram? Yeah. And accidentally wheeled it through and I did I, come away with a... Uh, oh, the kids do mm, that. They food. love doing that We after being at Target or... Yeah, as you guys say, Audi, they love putting stuff in the trolley. So and, and apologies and... to Coles. No, no, not apologies to Coles. Bugger them. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they have billions a year. They can't put another people-faced 16-year-old kid on a checkout. Say, hi, how's your day? Then I surely can... I, really I, I'm always scan. I scan like... 95% of my time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, hang on. I always scan 95% of my time. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure that everybody it. does it, so I'm just joining those people. Well done. <laughs> so, boys, bake, I actually want to bake ourselves. Like, how disgraceful are we that the mighty Adelaide Crows women's team made the grand finals? <laughs> we didn't even talk about it, folks. <laughs> but I actually went uh, along to the game, and I've probably been a little bit of a... Um, What's the word? A, a bit of critic. a critic of the women's footy. Yep. But I was actually in that second quarter, I thought, I don't reckon I could do that. Like, I, I, you know, I've always thought, if you can't do it, you should respect it. Like, I can't play the guitar, you, you respect it. You know, I can't do, drive a car very well. You know, like, I can't do a lot of things. A right foot kick? Sorry? A right foot kick? Right foot kick, <laughs> you should respect it. But I'll tell you what, the girls, what they did in that second quarter was pretty awesome, They were actually. awesome, weren't they? Yeah, and yeah. the crowd there, it was sort of surreal to have that many people there. But it was a great occasion, and you know Aaron Phillips. And you noticed last night when uh, Seedsman went off that uh, yeah. all the Cats players went up to him. So I think it's just festering on itself, and it's just going to get even better and better and better in the coming years. So uh, what a what a fantastic atmosphere, and the way they performed. Hats off, Doc Clark, first year to get a flag with that team, bring them all together. Obviously, yeah. SA and NT girls too. So yeah. I, they were I, awesome all year. I love the fact that people can play a game that wasn't previously offered mm. to them. So Erin Phillips, great story. She always wanted to grow up playing football, wasn't available. Mm. So then she's gone off and she's uh, become elite in other sport. But the fact that it gives people uh, such a focus, like you've got tradies. There's a one girl on the Crows team who digs roads yeah. during the week. Council, yeah. She's playing footy in front of 53,000 people. Hats <laughs> off to the South Australian crowd. That was people... It's annoying me that people are saying uh, AFL fudging the figures. If they had 30,000 people there, that's hats off to those people and the game. 53, that sits up there with one of the highest attendances at Adelaide Oval, yeah, including gonna, showdowns and finals. I'm going to just put a little bit of a thing on that, is that it's going to be interesting when, when it gets paid. When it doesn't you, matter. 53,000 people matter. gave up their day no, to saying, go and watch When the they games. charge for that's, it, though. That's fine. But when they charge for it, how many will they get there? Doesn't matter. They got fifty three thousand people there who wanted to go and see that, and the Aaron Phillips of the Carlton players going up to her when they're about to lose a grand final. Mm. That to me, and you see this um, it, opposition supporters it, yeah. standing ovation. Everyone is standing ovation. To me, that's what sports all about. I love seeing well, that. You, you just going on from that. You know when netballers lose, 
they all get together in a circle and go, rah, 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 rah <laughs> which I've always sort of laughed at, but it's probably good sports. How's it celebrations? The girls can celebrate a goal, they can't can. they? They're really Absolutely. good at celebrating. Oh, I, didn't, I was going to have thought you got something after, after hours, mate. <laughs> when, they, when they kick a goal, they celebrate. And, oh, they celebrate. And the other interesting thing coming up to the grand final is people were saying it needs to be separate from the men's because they didn't want to detract from the grand final. Mm. The men's... Detracted. Correct. Oh, very good. Yeah, so <laughs> I think the men's was the supplementary event, so loved it. Great stuff. It was very good. And, boys, I, I'm just like the sports scientists, how they travel. You know, I just think that the last few years, how much can the human body push itself? Yeah. Okay, we're trying to get fitter and stronger and faster, but there has to be a limit. And the number of ACLs at the moment, are sports scientists starting to doubt themselves? Because no, that not okay. Just wait, wait for me. Because you know what? When I was playing footy and we're training twice a week, and you're having a beer after training, <laughs> and you're having a pie on a on a Thursday night after training, playing cards, and you're just barely running around. I did not have one ACL in my football career, in anyone I know of opposition of my teammates. Not that I know of. Right here, they're having three a week. There has to be something in that, is that in my footy career, when we train twice a week, and we train reasonably hard, but obviously not to this level, I don't think the human body can sustain the brutal nature that this AFL game gives. And I think the sports scientists are, are just going harder and faster and trying to get up on one another. But why can you answer me this, is that in my career, that no one did an ACL? No it, one. They D- did. Different, different no, they did. They did. No, they didn't. Yeah, so you're saying that people at the elite level do more ACLs than people yes. that... Yes. I'd be interesting to see some research on that. I actually did some research prior to uh, <laughs> c- coming here. <laughs> Just over 50% of injuries, uh, ACLs, are occurred through uh, contact. So I would say... Through contact. Oh, no, no. How many do them just like Aaron Phillips did on the weekend? I, I saw research. It's a published paper that, from that, a... <laughs> that's not contact. The, the, the Chloe Shear example is perfect. For so you can't blame a sports scientist. Mo- most are done by contact. I would, I would agree with you, though, that because the bodies are faster and bigger and stronger, there would be more collisions in... AFL than there would be in Why did is not it, in the Barossa Footy League Bass, once did that, I see Bass, in AFL? Because you're slower, the system is different between Barossa and Light than it is AFL. Totally different structure and system. I think there's something in playing. that. No. I was speaking to Mudguts and to Cracker today at the <laughs> funeral and we nutted that out. I, I'm sure there's something in that. There has to be. If a brother and sister want to let us know, is it more prevalent in elite level versus... What about suburban? the crowd diggity dog? He was honest last year with Funky Bass and Face, Andrew Crow. Maybe he might have some research. The, uh, the, well, the crowd diggity dog, <laughs> he did his ACL at Adelaide Oval when he was playing for the Eagles. And uh, I, I doubt was, he would have been over that fit. But um, <laughs> He was in the Crows. Oh, uh, okay, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think there has to be something in that. Maybe it would take a lot of courage for a sports sign to say, okay, this year the Crows are just going to drink beer and just relax and do two sessions but a that, week. That, that's ridiculous. No, I'm, I'm saying somewhere yeah. in between that. I think we're going too far. ACLs now are... So, are so, you're, so you're saying the fitter you are, the more likely yes. that you're going to do yes. an ACL. That, that's so how far... Ten years' time from now, we could be looking back on this and think, what the hell did we do to our... our how our, much can that body withstand? Exactly, face. So, exactly face. so let's talk about Seedsman, who hasn't done his ACL, yeah. or let's talk about Aaron Phillips. Or do they? So they went right. up for a contest, right. and they landed... 
So are you saying it's because they're fit? That, that the, their, their leg is just so highly. Massive. Yeah, it's yeah. just so highly. It's like a, a Formula One car. Like who's our Aussie guy, Ricardo? Is that it's it's tuned to? Oh, hang on. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a live video. Uh, so a Formula that. One car is um, is so tuned that any sort of little tweak will just bang. I don't think evidence would support that, Matthew. But if anyone knows, send it through. Pat's will do some research this week to support our to support our Very argument. Good. Is that it for Buzz's uh, bake? Any feedback from our listeners' face? Well, Funk and Baz, we've actually uh, speaking to a couple of people during the week, um, online and in person today. We've had some listeners, some foundation brothers and sisters that have been on. Uh, Jared Payne, he looks forward to listening to Funky Baz and Face every Wednesday night, which is a bit of a concern because we're not always on every Wednesday <laughs> night. So that unlucky to Payne, he did have a great chat to him. Um, obviously, he was a country footballer. Uh, his young son's out at Central Districts, so good luck to Ben. Uh, he's playing out there, halfback, flanker. I said, let's make sure he's... Uh, I hope he's got more pace than... than yeah, at, very, very quick, apparently, but Jeez. does have some hamstring concerns. So oh, you can yes. blame the old man for that one. So uh, good luck to there. But thanks for your feedback, uh, Pony. He, he loved listening to the Roger James and Scott Burns interviews last year. Good so way, what we might do is actually pop them up on our Facebook page um, so people yeah. can listen to them again. Yeah. The other one is Matt Laurie. Baz, we obviously... Um, teammate of ours uh, at Barossa yes. um, hasn't missed an episode but we've only been two episodes so far this year mm. so thank you to Loz well with, with Loz face I'm noticing a maturity between you and Loz is that <laughs> usually there's a lot of slinging and Loz to me as well like whenever the Crows would lose it'd be a uh, Melbourne logo coming up on my Facebook <laughs> I think there's a maturity I yeah. think he's a father he's now he's a new dad yep. he's a father so he's, he's maturing I'm maturing. I think we're all maturing, which is a bit is it, sad. Is it face because he's sort of like, he's tempered his love for the Crows because they're not doing that well, and he's sort of gone a bit for Port Power. Oh, oh, I say yeah. that. I'm wearing he's Crows gonna... gears right now, boys. Oh, so, mate, I'll tell you what, he's going to be a Port member soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, a little story about Matt Laurie. So his nickname was Lace Out. Very, very good skills um, uh, for our side. But or the other nickname that he did have uh, was from his coach. It was a fat forward pocket. So... Well done to Lace Out, <laughs> uh, two-time premiership player. He did mention on our Facebook page that instead of putting Charlie Dixon absolutely ruining his ankle, that maybe we should have put Duday's knee also bursting as well. But thank you, 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 thank you for the feedback. With, um, with Lace Out, he retired too early, didn't he? It, 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 he could still come back and play now. He could play for Barossa and just be like a fourth pocketer. Well, just, How old is he? he? He would be that old. People nah. didn't say that about me. No, no, no. <laughs> you retired too late. Yeah. <laughs> In my twenties, uh, boys. Would you rather? Would you yeah. rather is back this week. Would you rather back North Melbourne or Carlton for most wins in 2019? I am death riding Carlton as much as possible this year, so the Crows have the best. Yeah, North Melbourne. I still think they're going to be okay. You reckon? Yeah. Although, I'm not sure their recruits have started off too well. But we're only two games in, I think. Yeah. I think North. I'd go North, yeah. Uh, would you rather back Geelong or Giants for most wins 2019? Jeez, after last night. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, uh, Geelong look amazing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. This next one, boys. This is Funky's new sport. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Formula One man. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I am into Formula One. Really? Lewis ha- Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo. Tell me why, Funk. Why it was Max the Verstappen, I think it's the most boring. I'm into Formula One, Max Verstappen, or whatever his name is. <laughs> I, I think it's the most boring sport ever. How can you say that? Uh, Netflix. Drive to Survive. It is a fascinating series. I've never been to a uh, to a Grand Prix. Never been to a Clipsal in Adelaide. Drive to Survive, episode eight. I'm into. It's a fascinating <laughs> insight into the teams, the yeah. companies, the drivers, the fans, the politics. The I politics, highly so. recommend yeah. it. It's very very interesting. Actually, I'm, now I'm starting to Google uh, how because it's it's a look into the 2018 uh, Grand Prix season. Yeah. How's this for a stat? Lewis Hamilton, five-time world champion. Last year, he signed a $100 million contract with Mercedes. Uh, His net worth is like $350 million, not including uh, royalties. Yeah, it's a very interesting sport. It's a rich man sport, though. It's a rich man sport. And some of the selections of drivers are based on their backers. So it's very, very interesting, actually. So here's my would you rather. A bit like like Wild Oaks 2 winning the um, the Sydney Hobart. Would you rather be a Formula One world champion or an AFL Australian Premiership player, Brownlow medalist? Well, I mean, for me, You'd probably be a Brownlow medalist, but worldwide, you'd definitely be a Formula One champion, wouldn't you? I think there's more chance of me being a Formula One world champion than a Brownlow Brownlow medalist. So, um, yeah, to our brothers and sisters, have have a uh, watch of uh, Netflix's Drive to Survive. I started it, Funky. Really enjoyed it. Ricardo's family background and stuff. That was good to watch. Actually, if we're on the Netflix thing there, just for a second, cutting in, would you rather's? Mumbai Indians. How's that going? Got into that one. That's a belter. Uh, Talking about last year's. Um, competition, the Big Bash, whatever it's called over there. What's it? What's the Indian Premier League? EPL. No, Indian Premier League. IPL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so very, very good. It's all, almost, even though the games have happened in the past, you're sort of hanging mm. on the edge of your seat. Very well done. Goes into the billion dollar owners that own these um, cricket teams, how involved they are, even though they've really got no idea about cricket. Um, but the love that the Indians have for cricket is amazing. So um, actually, I really enjoyed you know, listening to their voices and, and uh, their skills are incredible. Last one I've got for you is Sunderland Till I Die. That's a great insight into the Sunderland Soccer. Football Club. Yep. Uh, they were in the Premier League, they got relegated. Uh, they come in thinking that they're going to go straight up, so I won't spoil it for anyone, but it, that's a great insight too. Very, very nice. Um, would you rather live off the royalties for the rest of your life from an AFL career or a hit song that's known around the world or being an actor in real iconic B-grade movies? Hmm. B-grade doesn't do much for me, but I was probably there for a lot of my time. Um, royalties? Yeah, I'd rather... I think A, mate. Is A. <laughs> <laughs> AFL career? Yeah. What about like, you know, you're that guy that sings that, you know, just that one song that's a massive hit all around the world. Yeah, one hit wonder. Yeah, but that's There's right. There's a you, hole in yeah. my shoe and it's leading in water. Okay, so he's, he's not going to be a singer. <laughs> I reckon an actor in the B-grade movies wouldn't be too bad either. Um, a few little quick ones. Patrick Dangerfield or Patrick K- Cripps? Uh, Cripps looks amazing, but Dangerfield's one of Brownlow, so you'd probably take that. But yeah, Cripps is like his next level. D- Danger's kicking still hasn't changed, is it, from Adelaide? He killed us last night. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He did, but his kicking still hasn't changed. Yeah. Lever or Dude? Both of ACLs the at the moment. I'll go the Dude. Yeah, you'd probably. Oh, gee, that's a tough one. It's good, <laughs> on that. I like it. It's good. Uh, Charlie Cameron or Eddie Betts? 
Oh, Charlie Cameron, he's, he's killing it, isn't he? What about, what about when you judge their career at the end? Yeah, I saw... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah you'd probably yeah, take Eddie, but... Yeah. Um, I saw Eddie last night. He looked like an old man, actually. Yeah. I thought his second half was very, very good. good. Yeah. Uh, last one. Would you rather be South Australia's best country footballer or South Australia's worst AFL footballer? <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> give me a who was who, give me a worst exactly. AFL footballer. Well, it's probably like a David McKay. Yeah, see, I rate him. I, I, I know everyone doesn't. He's patching yeah. an AFL. Yeah, game. That's who's, right. who's done that? Yeah, I'd take AFL football every day. And you're not Richard, so... Yeah, you're yeah. going to put up with a lot of tripe throughout your career. Like, obviously we saw the... That's the thing with social media now. It's, it's almost like damaging, but at, just to be there shows that you're so much better than anyone else. I think the gap is just enormous and between then, country footy so, and... So it was, it was country, wasn't it? Yeah. So the country would be, yes, you dominated, but why didn't you get to the next Eddie, level? Eddie Swerp from Gawler South was... There we go. Yeah, AFL yeah. Golden. Yeah. 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 Faces... Fresh finds. Oh, That's, well that, done, is, mate. that is not easy. You to did say. well. First one's actually from Twitter, boys. Um, we'll know about Liam Pickin, who retired during the week to uh, concussion. Um, his wife dedicated her right. top That's ten fantastic. moments. I love, I love reading that. So her on uh, on Twitter, she's Uncanny Annie, um, and she she's just in, absolutely in love with her man Liam Pickin. Um, her tweet was, my beautiful husband, Liam Pickin, retired from AFL today. I thought I'd recap my top 10 most memorable moments from his career. I'll put it to you guys. <laughs> if we ever retired from sport or from work, what would our wife's tweet about? Oh, their top tweet would be the, the day that he finished. Yeah. <laughs> um, it would be um, dishes are waiting for you. I, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, how and, good was it? And there was one that was like a gut run that he... He did, yeah. and she said, I was in the stands uh, eating, eating cheese donuts. and drinking champagne. Can I give you a highlight from Liam Picken in the yeah. grand final yep. that he played? I thought his last quarter was... It was, it was just true football. Like, when it, you see a, football a true football footballer, anyway, it's yeah. like the Stuart Jew in that Hawthorne yeah. um, game against Sydney, I think it was. He just stood up, and he was absolutely brilliant. And when he kicked that goal in the goal square and put his arms up in the crowd, <laughs> that was like one of those iconic just, grand finals. I just don't players. think there's a better moment in your life than that. I just think you would always just want to replay that over and over and over. Yeah. As a non-Bulldog supporter, I just love that, which yeah. I don't often love other teams' feats, but that was just brilliant, absolutely mm-hmm. sensational. Um, one other highlight that she said was that Liam Pickard was getting in a fight with Brent Harvey, who clearly he was tagging him throughout the game. Yep. And there she was, both the wives, having a glass of wine in the mm. stands together as their husbands are boxing on. So yeah, no, very, very good form. Yeah. Um, last week, now I've had some feedback about my um, call last week on Steve Smith. That was Not horrible. making atrocious. A terrible. So, and, and we're going to track that this year. Atrocious. Excuse We've me. got the World Cup coming up. Sorry, Funky. Who's, whose segment is it? <laughs> Funky's fresh ones. <laughs> <laughs> so... You immediately shot me down, Baz. Mm. Funky spoke to me as soon as he heard the episode and said, that's a disgraceful call. Jock Cameron just lashed you. It was disgraceful. I, I, I hope that you would apologise. Okay, so... Will you apologise now? If I see Steve Smith in person, yeah. I will say this to him. I'll say, uh, who is the, the better cricket um, aficionado? Matt Harris? Mark Harris? Or Funky Baz? Um, Jock Cameron? Or Skull? So, Kerry O'Keefe has come out and said, no Smith, no Stornis for the World Cup. Uh, he said that he would rather him be a replacement player because he hasn't played for 18 months or 12 months and they've won the last eight straight ODIs. 
So boys, I'm just putting it out there. I made the call last week before Kerry O'Keefe. Mate, Kerry so, O'Keefe's about 105. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, he, and he just judges it based on the gag. So if it's a good gag, he'll make the call. Yeah, yeah. That's not a gag, boys. That he well, we'll doesn't track think his. That Steve Smith will, will make the squad, which is, I think it's getting announced in the next week or so. So we'll see. We'll track I'm his happy performance. To stand, stand Kerry's going to be the keeper. Kerry's inside. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. My last uh, fresh find. Uh, this came from um, the. SA media personality, Funky, and I'm going to have a bit of a bake at him tonight. Kane Corns uh, said there is a culture of bullying at the Metropolitan Fire Service after copying social media abuse. Now, you hear that and you think, you know what, he's probably copped a fair bit. But these are the examples that are in the paper. He wasn't there that long, was he? He was only there a few weeks. And that's been a lot of the abuse. So uh, he claims there's a much macho culture of bullying within sections of the fire service. He said he and his family have decided... They've had enough after copying jibes on social media. Um, he gave an example. He said, I was friends with this bloke on Facebook who's a fiery. Well, he made a comment about me going on the footy show on Thursday night. He said something like, I hope you last longer than he did in the fire brigade. Oh, gee, Kane, that's, that's really <laughs> cutting, <laughs> isn't it? Gee, that's scathing. That's scathing. Um, the next one was um, uh, a couple of station officers at the MFS had a crack and said, oh, I hope he's better at TV than he was at the fire brigade. Another one was laughing and had a crack. That really hurt. Um, that really hurt. And then Lucy, uh, that was the final straw for her. I just think that Kane, there's a lot. His uh, media career last year, shock jock, and he went for massive headline statements. This year, I thought he was getting better, but then to hit, see that report, there's you've got, got to have a thicker skin. There's got to be something more to that. Is that a, just a media headline? Is it a clickbait article? So Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I think he's doing well with his media, though. He is. I think this year he's been a lot better. But but that just... I just thought, come on, mate. You need to be stronger than that. The, the players will cop so much more than just saying about his uh, length of tenure in the fire service. I loved his call about uh, Bryce Gibbs having the worst ever 25-possession game he's ever seen. So what's seen. going on? Look, just, just on that, mate. Like Bryce Gibbs, we gave away two first-round mm. draft picks for him. He, he just looks like he, he's, a a jogger. he's a jogger. He's a jogger. He's a jogger. Yeah. I mean, I, I was a jogger, but anyway, but I'm not, I wasn't getting paid 800 grand a year. Like he's, there was no urgency in his game last no. night at all when he turned it over, which is that's his game. Is he's great with his um, skills. Yeah. Now, gentlemen, just to wrap up. Now, it's fair to say I'm a straight laced boy, <laughs> um, but I have got a glass with a little drop of uh, wine. Yes. And I just want to pay a tribute to Malcolm Wallace, a very, very uh, good man. So he, his favourite saying was, pass the teeth, pass the gums, look out belly, here it comes, <laughs> and he sculls his scotch. Cheers, to Malcolm boys. and the family, cheers, boys, good cheers. to be back.